Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to No Rights or Wrongs. I'm here with myself, Tudor, and this over there is... I'm Sarvesh, and guys, this is take two because Tudor can't stop using foul language as this is a PG-13 thing, and you know, um, Tudor, would you like to apologize? We had to scrap about, what, like two minutes of, of recording? I think it was less than two minutes, to be fair, yeah. You know, anyways, um, all right. So today, uh, the topic we want kind of want to talk a little bit about um, Europe, you know, be a little more international and specifically why a lot of Americans, but also the cultures are attracted to to Europe specifically. So I think it's funny that a lot of people that live here want to go to Europe and a lot of people that live in Europe want to come here. Mm. You know what I mean? I think that just kind of shows like a human nature type of thing. It's like we're attracted to things that we don't have compared to like appreciating what we do. Yeah. Grass is always greener on the other side. That's the saying. Yeah. Um, But I think for us in America, the biggest thing about Europe is like our work to regular whatever we want to do ratio is pretty Mm. i wouldn't say it's that bad because i think some parts of asia and other parts of like south america and stuff it is a lot worse but for america it's like we do have the access to live in other parts of the world and if you look at a place like spain or other like france you know what i mean a lot of those western western europe countries like they have they definitely don't make as much money like GDP Hmm. per capita is lower, but their quality of life is somewhat higher. Hmm. So I definitely think that's the biggest um, pulling thing. And also weather-wise, I think it's a lot more neutral. Like if you like New Jersey, we'll go from like Canadian winter to um, Caribbean summer. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, yeah but i mean it depends also where because in like eastern i don't want to say like all of eastern europe but like romania at least um weather is basically the same as like new jersey um yeah um then what else even like the u.s has has so many different climates like if you go to uh arizona it's always hot if you go to California, like on the on the coast, it's it's like that nice tropical weather that most people enjoy. You know, yeah. there's Hawaii, obviously. And, right. and I don't mean to interject. You think people enjoy the San Francisco weather? Uh, I think so. It's it's like it's, it's pretty cloudy all the time. Is it? Yeah, I'm. If I'm not mistaken, San Francisco has is one of the unhappier cities in the country. Huh. Yeah. I mean. Well, that can be, that, that's a lot of reasons why, though, for yeah. that. That's not just weather. Mm. But not to hate on San Francisco. I've only been there once. I didn't think it was that great, to be fair. Mm. And also, as for Arizona, yeah, anyone that lives there, like, you should pay less in taxes or something, like federal taxes, because those summers, mm. man, Jesus Christ. There's actually a law in Arizona that uh, if anyone, if you if you own a business and anyone comes in, asking for water you have to give them like tap water you should give them a 24 pack of bottles 
yeah like <laughs> at the very so least hot. at the very least you can't refuse to get to give them like tap water so if you're like an auditing company and someone just walks in and they're like i need water you can't say no no nah, you gotta gotta give it to them there you go don't own a business in arizona then that's what i learned today I mean, look, it's it's to prevent people from from just like dying of dehydration, because when it gets to like that hot. Like you can't you legitimately just can't drive a black car like stuff inside your car will be melted. Imagine having a black on black car in 120 degrees in Arizona. (laughs) Yeah, I would never be able to take my car down to Arizona in the summer because. Oh, yeah, you can't. No, it's it's a black on black car. Like yeah, black. I, dude, I, so I have family in the Phoenix area. It's actually mm-hmm. really nice. The Phoenix, yeah, like Phoenix. I don't know how nice the city is, but everything around it, it's mm-hmm. like one of the nicer areas in the country. I know Arizona is pretty, like washed in general, but that's because mm-hmm. no one really lives there. But Phoenix is nice, but I went there in the summer once. I could not breathe once in the summer. Like it was like 110. Yeah, no clouds to be seen. Mm. and it's just dry too it's the worst mm. type of heat yeah i don't know um although new jersey the, the thing is we're used to new jersey or and new jersey is like super humid in the yeah. uh, in the summers at least like and that's not great too when you're like working out mm. but i think i'd take that over like super dry and 110 yeah because I remember specifically when I moved from uh, from Romania to he- here, like that's the first thing we noticed. It was like so humid in the summers. Like you were just like, you just stand there outside and you wouldn't even be sweating. Like water would just be condensing on your skin. Yeah, it's kind of gross to be honest. But <laughs> I think, yeah, that's the main reason why though people want to live in Europe. Like I've had this fascination of living in Spain for a while. Mm-hmm. And when I say live, I can't see that being a permanent thing because as much as I do love Spanish and all, I like speaking English. I like not having to think twice about what I have to say. Mm. And I just think like, I know it's exciting for me thinking about it now, but the second I get there, I'm going to miss like the whole like finding people that speak the same language, you know, (laughs) because no one speaks English in Spain, dude, unless it's like you're in people from england there's like a good english population in spain Mm. yeah is it like that in romania too um so it's 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 actually very interesting um i think a lot of the younger population does speak uh english just because Mm -hmm. it's even in it's like all the media at the very least like you know movies and all that um Plus, it's it got to a point where there's a lot of English phrases like um, added into like Romanian like like everyday conversations. Like I was talking to to my grandpa um, a while ago, and he was complaining that he's that he watches TV like a news channel or whatever, and he wouldn't be able to understand what they're speaking about anymore because like every like third word third word was like an english word that's a that's an interesting point because that's this so in india it's this exact same thing although mm-hmm. to be fair because of the english uh like prevalence yeah. in, hey i used a big word keep note <laughs> the, 
basically because of everything England did by like the seventies and stuff. India, a lot of Indians could speak English, like yeah. pretty decent English. Uh, but still, it's the same thing, and it's like my grandparents would say the same thing. Those that are living there, it's like, what's the point? Everyone's basically speaking English, and mm. I think why do you think that is? I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, probably because like I think American culture is pretty like kind of spreads quicker than anything mm. else. But I think a Romania, uh, Romania as a whole, just like is all has always tried to um to kind of like absorb other people's other cultures yeah um and that could be for for like various various reasons um maybe just part of being just remnants of being part of the soviet union um yeah so interesting thing about romania um if you look at where it's at on the map it's a hundred percent Eastern Europe, right? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Actually. Yeah, um, Romanians will try their hardest to tell you that they're that Romania is a Western Europe country. But Romania is touching the Black Sea. That's just factually not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, there's yeah. parts of Romania that's in that's like east of Asia. You know what I mean? East of Asia. Uh, no, 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 no. Like when I say east, like the westernmost point of Asia, mm. there'll be parts of Romania that's like, oh, like the, like, like east of Western, the, like the, the east, Turkey yeah. like part. Yeah. Eastern Romania, yeah, is, is east of Western Turkey. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> no, the thing is like culturally, Romanians have, for some reason, have tried their hardest to look more like Western Europe than uh, Eastern Europe. And yeah. yeah. And the thing with like the English being brought in, that's, that's a fairly recent thing. Cause it wasn't like that one, like 10 years ago when, uh, when we moved. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was very interesting. Um, actually true story. Last time I, Last time I went back, I went to Romania. Um, no, it wasn't even last time. It was like two times ago. It was like maybe like 2015 or 2014. Um, I I literally had to do a double take at one point because I saw it was just, saw just someone like a group of people like walking by. And then I just hear like, no, Sherlock. <laughs> and I'm like, that's my language wait what <laughs> yeah teeter i love how you were like acting your shock as if people can see it <laughs> teeter for those who i mean obviously you guys can't see teeter was just doing a full broadway right there mm. like how hey. shocked he was you're a decent act- bro you should go into acting <laughs> you know what I, I probably could swing it as an actor but you just uh, there's the ego we talked about in the last podcast it's not it's confidence Suresh. i think i could do whatever i put my mind to you know what cedar 99 of people lack that so power to you 
Yeah. Confidence with his rationality, though. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think you've ever acted in your life, though. No. And honestly, it's not something that that's like super appealing to me. You don't want to be like the next Brad Pitt or something. I mean, look, if I could just choose to like be a, a multimillionaire, like straight into an acting role, I, I'd do it. But the thing is, you don't just like land there. You have to like go through like the steps and like starting off is really rough. Yeah, not just that. I, I don't know, man. I can't I can't sit through a movie. Why would I want to make like be part of one? Hmm. Yeah. 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 That's why I want to move to Australia. <laughs> Dude, Australia is not. I'm not flying. I'm not flying 17 hours to go to a place that's pretty similar to America. Let's be honest. I know culturally it's different before someone, hmm. some Australian gets mad. I actually think Australians, Australia is kind of lit. My dad always wants hmm. to go there. Shout out my dad. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I feel like Australia is like a, is like a more chill, like US. Yeah, but they got their own issues too, let's be honest. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like having only five cities all like completely far from each other. <laughs> I like, mean, yeah. If you if besides the East Coast, other places in the US are like that. No, but there's actually stuff in the middle of the country though. That's what I'm saying. Australia has no Australia. They might have something. It's all a desert though, right? The middle. Isn't that what the not all, I've, like not all of the middle of the U.S., but like, yeah, a lot of it's just plains and stuff. Yeah, I agree. But yeah. let's see here. Yeah, they have a few things, but I don't know. Everything so far, Australia is so isolated from the world. Mm. That's my biggest turnoff with living there. So it's like if I wanted to come back home, mm. eighteen hours. Yeah. Yeah. I, it'd be I a know. flight do you like you don't mind flying there right i don't i think i think 18 hours would get to me a little bit but yeah you would be jet lagged at that point though right to be fair you're almost like a day you know what i mean yeah but yeah that's that's like it's like a full 18 hours of flying is basically like two days like just spent like on a trip like and getting I'm there a, and i'm the type of person where it's like if I lose a day because like I wasn't feeling well or I had a long night the night before, hmm. I feel really bad because like, oh, that's like 12 hours. I'll never get back. Yeah. So when I, if I'm going to sit on a flight for 18 hours, it's got to be like super worth it. Hmm. I don't know. Australia is probably cool though. And hey, you never know if I live in Europe one day and the flight's shorter. Maybe, maybe. If I have to go there for work or something, Jesus, I'm not. The only thing I know is there's no way I'd pay for that flight because it must be so expensive. Um, you'd be surprised. Um, flights a lot of times are priced more on like how accessible the airport is than like the distance specifically. Like, yeah, it's probably expensive, but um, yeah, it's a supply demand thing too. Like, yeah, like because I know like any flight going into from like US to Romania. Is like super expensive. It's like over a thousand dollars. So, but it's probably easier if you just like fly into Europe and then go to Romania, right? Um, yes and no. Because it it also you know, you gotta factor in time because 
we we did like fly to Budapest a couple times and then uh take a bus to Romania but you're flying there and then you're taking a bus that's another like six hours fair fair so it's like is it worth the the extra like 120 or like 200 dollars that you're saving per ticket Meh. you're almost saving a grand though so it depends on depends it, it yeah. all depends on like your financial situation and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. like no wrong answer when it comes to travel because mm-hmm. it's all painful <laughs> so i don't know man some some say that the journey is part of the the journey's like what's it called whatever they're saying is yeah it's all a scam that's why like hotels can charge as much as they want in places like you know what i mean insert like the caribbean and stuff it's like getting there can be so tough and then once you're there it's pretty good but Mm. you feel like it's better than it actually is because you basically i don't want to say suffered because that if you're going to like jamaica or something that's a luxurious place Mm. but it's like you've gone through like two painful hours or whatever so it's like in your mind it's like i did all that for this i don't know man they're smart with it for sure i maybe that's maybe for you maybe some people feel that way that's that i don't know it's that it's never been me like a flight i i really don't don't mind it's like it's like taking it it's like traveling like any by like by by any other means like whether i'm in the car or in the flight like doesn't how dare you compare it to theater wow it really doesn't really make that big of a difference for me well i love driving Mm. i don't know well I don't like road trips either. <laughs> my, my my family would always be like, let's let's get an RV and mm. drive to Yellowstone. I always start shouting now when I hear that. But okay, you got to factor in family dynamics here, right? That's because so I I I don't want to call out your your family or anything, but like, and it, I they're gen, gen they're genuinely nice people, but uh. I feel like especially you with your brother you guys don't really get along no we get along just fine to be fair we get along fine um and honestly it's not it's no individual's fault mm. it's just the thought of sitting in the same vehicle as my mm. whole family for 12 hours i think anyone our age would feel that feel that way realistically you um, feel the same way too let's I mean, look, for me, it wouldn't be the fact that I'm that I'm in the car with my family. It'd be the fact that I'm in a car for 12 hours, first <laughs> of all. <laughs> but pause. If you were, like, doing a fun road trip with your friends, like, let's say, I don't know, you're 21, going to Vegas, mm-hmm. that'd be, come on. I wouldn't be thrilled, but that'd be, a, that'd be a better option. It would be a better option, but here's why. It's like my, my family being in the car isn't a negative, right? But it's not that much that much of a positive, whether I'm like with them or like I'm driving by myself, right? Yeah. Uh, if I'm with friends, it'd be a huge like positive. Yeah, that, no, like, no, no. yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, with for me, right? I'm not saying spending time with my family is a negative because it's not. I actually mm-hmm. enjoy spending time with my family. Um, like, for how do I put it? For like the right amount of time. Yeah, I know like what you mean. But. Yeah sitting in the car is like a completely different like variable mm. because i don't know it's like i don't want anything i say it makes me look bad i, I don't hate them i love my parents and my brother mm. but 
you know how it is like once you're sitting in the car with them for like a long time they'll just like start asking yeah. questions or it's just like conversations you don't want to hear stuff mm. like that yeah but that's that's the car's fault more than anything i'm blaming the car the car doesn't have feelings <laughs> so you know that's that's also part of the reason i like flying you know you're not you're not gonna have those awkward conversations if you have other people around you you know that's fair you can just watch a movie or listen to music or something yeah 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 so you just do that and then a couple hours later you 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 get there yeah i mean look for me with flying i'm just scared of the takeoffs and landings once i'm in the air it's like it's whatever. Mm. But yeah also i i love the window seat like just looking out the window and seeing like the clouds or like whatever you're above it's just beautiful that terrifies me i want aisle every time dude and I'll, when i when i look at the like being above the clouds mm-hmm. i don't know why that's just like we're up like unnaturally too high right now <laughs> some like snoop dog type thing so yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like whenever I go, whenever I go on a vacation, I'm flying. Half of the half of the pictures for the whole vacation would just be pictures out of like the window of the plane. Dude, my my whole family does that same thing. <laughs> like one time, I forgot where we were flying from, but I was just looking at like my mom's camera roll for the day. Yeah, and it was like fifty pictures of clouds. I'm like, why? Yep, clouds. Who cares? It's like it, one picture is cool enough, but 49 others, it's the same thing. I mean, look, whatever makes whatever makes anyone happy, I'll take. But I don't know, man. I think all we've gotten out of this is that I'm extremely childish when it comes to flying. <laughs> look, everyone has their their phobias or whatever. And I don't think it's like super severe where like for you, where, where you just wouldn't get on the plane. You'd refuse to do that. You know? I know. Do you know Benny Blanco? No. Oh, wow. Okay. So Benny Blanco is a producer. Mm. He makes a lot of like pop songs. Mm. Um, like he made stuff for like Katy Perry. He has a few songs with Juice World, like Justin Bieber, like people like that. Okay. So I, I heard something on a podcast once where he was like, he refuses to fly. So I'm pretty sure the artist was Ed Sheeran and he wanted to finish his album in London. He's an Englishman, of course. So yeah. Benny Blanco took a bus from LA to New York, then took a boat from New York to London because he can't fly. Oh my God. He tried getting on a flight once and then he just started crying and ran off. To be fair, a cruise is nice. Yeah, it is. Um, Hopefully my dad never hears this because he's obsessed with it. Uh, It's all right. It's fun to be Mm. fair. I don't know, man. I feel like the best way to travel is... I don't know there's no the whole like lockdown thing made me realize there's so much to do like wherever you live Mm. you don't even need to like leave a 20 mile radius but what what's your like favorite way to travel because I think we've done a good amount uh I I like I honestly like planes um so yeah so if I fly anywhere what like where I if I go anywhere where I would have to drive more than like two hours, I'd rather fly. That's fair. I mean, look, for me, like the flight from Indiana to New Jersey is fair enough. It's an hour and a half. Mm. I'll take that all day. Um, but 
I don't even know. I'd probably have to say flying too, even though I don't like it just because of time. Yeah. I think I'd enjoy flying a lot more if it wasn't a pain to get on a flight. Mm. It also depends like what type of flight. Cause I feel like, like, uh, not in- like not international flights, like within the U S um, they're not that bad. Like you. Yeah. No, do you ever fly to the West Coast though? That's pretty yeah. awful. I'd rather fly international at that point because at least I'm gonna see a new place. Oh, uh, dude. Um, when I think it was junior year, when I when I was still like when when I was in like in the visiting colleges phase, literally had like I think like four flights in like three days or something. Jesus Christ! What? I know you went to like the West Coast, right? Mm. So I, I went up to Boston in the morning, visited um, visited MIT, visited North Northeastern, um, flew back that that night. Then the next the next morning, I w- I took a flight to uh, to LA, uh, visited Caltech. I was the, I was sitting staying I was staying there with a cousin with a cousin of my mom's um so i did stay for like two days and then flew back wow look colleges this is what you're doing to the youth of america but i honestly i didn't mind it It those are just like hey that's it's pretty cool no and look it's your choice too so it's like yeah it is what it is um that's funny dude you ended up pretty much being 20 miles from home but when you were looking at places like two hundred thousand miles away <laughs> but you yeah. had a, you were pretty like open-minded with like you're chill with staying close but you're also fine with like only seeing your family like yeah. a couple weeks in the year mm-hmm. yeah dude it's, it's kind of funny steven's there's, oh, there are only two schools I applied to that were like fair, like relatively close. No, Stevens and Columbia. Uh, I didn't get into Columbia, and the only reason I, I applied, honestly, the re- only reason I applied to Stevens is just because I I kind of heard about it, and I heard it was good. <laughs> oh, it's all it's always a funny story, right? On how mm-hmm. like you end up get, it's never what you expect. We've talked about this before, so. Yeah. For me, right, Indiana, I like, I'm so lucky I went here because, like, I love my mm-hmm. friends here so much. But my top choice, I'm pretty sure, was, like, Fordham and then Penn State. Mm. Now, Did, Didn't you get into both of them? No, I didn't get into Fordham. And I was mm. actually fine with that. Yeah. Um, because I didn't really feel it that much. Like, it was nice school, good area and all, but mm. for me – Penn State, I did, but I think my parents had their reservations with that, to be honest. <laughs> so, so instead, they sent you to, to another top 10 party school in Indiana. No. First of all, first of all, they didn't know that. <laughs> also, the, the business school here is definitely like better than the, I don't even want to say that. The Penn State one's quite good too. Mm. But the business school here, like my dad, like works in a big four company. So he heard a lot about this school. So I was like, oh, you should go, you should go. You'd really like it. And once I visited the first time, I loved it. I was like, wow. Didn't yeah. expect to like the Midwest as much as I did. Mm. But it's a vibe. 
and yeah it's it's the healthiest mix of like good good party school good academically you know what i mean it's like yeah people people just like thinking like me so definitely worked out <laughs> yeah dude uh for me it was um it was between rit and stevens pretty much and I didn't RIT even go to, too, to be fair. Yeah. I didn't even go to the open school at RIT. I, the, the, cause the first one was Stevens and I, I stepped foot on, at, on Stevens campus. You see the whole, it's like right on the Hudson and the whole, you see the whole like uh, New York city over like overlooking from like basically anywhere on campus. I was like, I'm sold. I don't. Yeah. I, I got to visit. I got to want to see Stevens, but um, what's it called? You, I, I'll see like pictures you post. Mm. Where it's like, oh, I'm I'm studying like while look staying Manhattan. I was like, yeah. are you kidding me? I'm staring at a concrete building right now outside. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's there's like a little no place on in one of the buildings. Uh, it's you go up to the fourth floor, so the like second and third floor are like st- like study halls, like a similar like place, so you could, but whatever. Fourth floor is a little bit more. There's only like there's only like two tables and like two are like two armchairs type stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like a wide open, like uh, area. And it's also attached to like a med- meeting room for like, uh, like staff and whatever. Um, but like, it's open to students, the actual, the actual room, but not many people go there. And that's where I would go to like, to do my studying. Cause it's just like, a, it's very quiet. It's like no one there usually. Uh, and you have, perfect view of the whole city yeah man hoboken i've heard hoboken's definitely one of the nicer um like what's it called on the hudson towns mm-hmm. like in that area you know what i mean definitely like yeah. nicer than jersey city and like bayonne and all those ones mm-hmm. oh yeah definitely yeah yeah now you chose a good school i mean i think even stevens it's like it's like what's it called you're not the most about like going out but at the same time, there's like people that it, it seems like a good mix for you, to be fair. It's like mm. your people, you know, I mean, it, it is a computer science school pretty much. So it, It's funny that you say that because uh, I'm a like, like I said, I'm a TA um, and the professor at TA for we were just we were just kind of complaining a little bit that uh, computer science is becoming like the default uh the default major so if people think they want to do something like engineering related but they don't really know they'll go with computer science and that often leads to this class which is like pretty much the first class that they get to where they really have where they really have to apply like their own thinking it's not just like oh i'm gonna learn the material and memorize stuff and that and i'm good like that won't work um but so do that because computer science jobs pay so well right out mm-hmm. of college. Yeah, I mean it's true, um, but at the same time, it leads to a lot of people not not understanding what they're getting into and being surprised. And seen a few people either like not like switching majors or uh, transferring out of Stevens. Um, because it, it wasn't it wasn't what they thought it was. I mean, look, I, I feel like for people, if they switch quick enough, 
Mm. That's actually like a really good thing because then they have more of an idea on what they would like yeah. compared to someone that's like just sticking with the same major the whole way through. Mm. And then hopefully they'll like what they do once they work. But mm. if they don't, it's kind of too late. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely not advocating for um, not advocating for people to stay in majors that they don't like or that they don't want to stay in. Yeah. Um, but that also means that uh, you should do a little bit more research before picking a major. Um, and that's a little bit like to some it degree. It's a little. Silly, it's true though. Like. And it might not be imp- uh, like all that practical because um, not everyone gets an exposure to like computer science before they get to college. Uh, it's like now we there's all there's all like uh, online courses and whatnot and like there's a lot of people encouraging like people to like learn to code and whatnot because it's a useful it's a useful skill even if you're not doing computer science. Yeah. Um, but it's like just getting that surface level uh, doesn't prepare you for what's coming. Yeah, facts. I mean, same for me. It's like people with prior, like for my first accounting class last semester, mm. I didn't do great in the start because it's like people that had the high school experience of accounting, mm. but they for them it was super easy it's like review but for me it's like the first time seeing words like contribution margin or things like that Mm -hmm. so it was like basically learning mandarin in (laughs) 10 weeks and yeah so yeah for high school people they can get a head start also Mm -hmm. i think when you choose a major you should think about like the type of people you're going to work with within that major because Mm -hmm. if you're like one type of person but like I don't know, someone doing computer science or a lot of people that do computer science aren't like you, Like you could still do it, but that's just going to have to like be a big adjustment because I know a lot of like Mm. business majors that are like, they don't like talking in front of people. Mm. I'm like, you could make that work for sure. There's like a lot of jobs where you can be in your shell and just do your thing. But I feel like it's probably a skill you'd need Mm. more times than not, just because like, of the nature of most finance or um, any business related major jobs. So. Yeah. Yeah. And just for, just for computer science specifically uh, to everyone listening, there's a difference, big difference between computer science and software development. Uh, so software development major, you'll be pretty much coding in every class. If, and when people think coding, they really, they usually think, um, they usually think like computer science, computer science. Yeah. Like obviously you'll be coding, but half of your class, more than half of your classes will either be, uh, classes you don't, you don't code in. It's, it's like theoretical or you use code really as just a means to show a concept. Um, so it's like, you, you learn something, let's say like data science, you learn all, you learn all about like the different ways of storing data and whatnot and use a language, use like a code to help you like practice that. But the, the point isn't the code. The point is like you understanding like the, the data science. There you go. 
Words of advice from Tudor. Words of advice. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know that, to be fair. So, again, learn something new. Because I honestly, like, thought they were both mm -hmm. quite similar. Yeah, and but definitely, like, thing. the computer science portion of it makes it more, like, of mm -hmm. a analytical thing compared to, like, what was the other one you said? Software development. Yeah, software development seems like a very, like, hands-on, like, you're producing me this type of thing. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, I feel like what you're doing probably can link more with like the business side of things where it's like, you'll be, what's it called? Pretty much finalizing a technology, technological product and kind of like showing it to like everyone else and doing that side of it. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm uh, wrong. I don't know. Yeah. So here's, here's the kind of like the analogy. Um, software development is more for like, you, th you think more of like, uh, I'm going to make an app or I'm gonna build a website or something like that. Uh, computer science is like, oh, I'm gonna code this new compression algorithm. So I think there's, you probably make more money like if you're looking at like mean, median mode in computer mm -hmm. science, but the potential to really make money is in the, like, like the, um, the other thing. I keep forgetting. Software development. Yeah, software. Well, because okay. I, I heard a thing with apps, right? Where it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. more. This is more five years ago, but there was a whole phase where it's like people would make apps that wouldn't even come out, mm -hmm. but they'd be getting like six figures mm -hmm. for a company to buy the app so that yep. they could like what's it called, be in, be involved in the like producing and distribution of it. Mm -hmm. It would never come out, but people would still get their money. So, right, but here's the thing you're even well even then like once you get your degree you're not locked into like just the like that i want to say almost stereotype because there's so many um online courses and stuff so i feel like uh, at at the very least if you're in computer science uh you do have some ex you have experience coding and making an app or stuff like or like a website the only thing you're missing you're missing is some technical knowledge which which like you could get easily uh uh from like an online course or something and then just like creativity and like design like uh, like being able to design like something that looks good yeah that's the fun part yeah i don't know uh <laughs> yeah as as software development like to do something that's like more computer science related it it would take a lot more like i guess like stuff that we learn as as a major uh stuff like data science stuff like i think you do learn like that that kind of stuff a little bit as as software development but, but like more in-depth of like algorithms like system programming um it goes a lot more in depth into like the nitty gritty of and like the bare bones of computer science of like coding. Yeah. Yes, I agree with the, everything you said because I honestly I, I don't know any of this. This is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I mean that just kind of shows though like the general perspective on the computer science or program mm -hmm. developers like we all everyone outside of that whole bubble will think that they're all quite similar but it's not no and that's no. like every field and that's i don't know that's why it's like people a lot of people can get jobs it's because like yeah. if everything was just so similar it'd be so tough 
And here's the thing. It's not, the reason that is, is because it's not an easy, it's not, it's not a very approachable like topic, like, or subject computer science in general, mm-hmm. like we've been making it more or like society. I don't want to say society. There's a lot of like forces, like making it a little bit more accessible uh, from like uh, just like basic like coding things for like kids or yeah. uh like more and more computer science classes in in high schools and stuff like that but um to get there's a big gap between that and like getting into the into like the thick of it but that's that's anything though to be fair that is true yeah yeah it's not like look obviously i think computer science is like a lot harder to pick up from scratch compared mm-hmm. to like I feel like if anyone puts their mind to it they can be great in any business degree but like with um computer science same same applies but you have to be like really good with math you gotta yeah really I don't know I think you have to have a lot of patience too <laughs> grit determination like a lot of those things. I mean obviously like it's true for any subject if someone really puts their mind to it like yeah. they're they're probably gonna be okay but um yeah and this i think this applies to a lot of stem majors it's just it takes a certain type of person to really excel yeah 100 percent, and that's why people don't try just quit now nah i'm just playing don't don't quit don't be a quitter. Yeah. No. losers unless it's nicotine quit that <laughs> yeah uh ditch ditch bad habits bad habits such as you know waking up as early as tutor <laughs> seems abnormal to wake up at what, what's it, know, 6 30 in the morning dude hey do you know what that i'm not i'm not the bad habit is not that I'm waking up that early. The bad habit is I'm not using the morning time that I have because I'm waking up early. That's fair. I mean, actually, I heard it's healthy to wake up that early. See, my, like you get to sleep. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Right? My my personal uh, understanding of it is that different people have different like internal clocks. Yeah. Uh, and different like natural sleep schedules. So it's it's all about like finding what's what your sleep schedule is natural. And, and it's like you're supposed to get eight hours, right? I'm pretty pretty sure. Uh by the time you're an adult, it's like it's really like six oh, uh, minimum. Um we but, can make that work. We can make that work. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I usually like my ideal would be like a seven and a half hours. <laughs> like five, five hours and i'm like i'm like super tired that day six hours i'm i'm like okay like seven and a half it's like just perfect mine for me it's like it depends on literally depends on my mood and my emotion right hmm. so if i'm super stressed or if something's going on in my life i'm not going to get a lot of sleep hmm. like be like four four and a half five but if i'm like if I'm like just finished a test or like I'm just generally happy, I can get up to 10. Hmm. That's interesting. And look, that's not really healthy. And right now, this whole semester, I've been averaging like seven to be fair. It's been decent. Hmm. J- 
just because yeah. I've done a lot more in I did summer courses um last summer because of Rona and I did one more class than I was supposed to last semester so this semester is light I've had time to sleep mm -hmm. which is very nice I actually never realized how much I needed it <laughs> like when you don't have it it's perfectly fine but once you get a consistent like at least six hours in a mm -hmm. day so nice I don't know dude I, I've I've never actually slipped I no I, I can't say that there's only one time in my life where I've slept be below like a consistent six hours like yeah there's been nights where I sleep like less but uh, I'd make a I'd make it up the next day, you know, type of stuff. Wow, dude, weekends I can't. I don't know why. The worst feeling in the world is waking up before ten on a Saturday. That's every Saturday for me. <laughs> no, but for, no, no, no. But for you, you're accustomed to waking up early anyway. Mm. For me, I hate waking up late on weekdays and waking up early on weekends. Because on mm -hmm. weekdays, if I wake up at like 11, yeah, I feel like I lost my morning where I love to get work done. Yeah. Whereas on weekends, it's like, wow, I like, I allocated time to do nothing this morning and I'm mm -hmm. up. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't, just like, yeah. No, it, but it'd have to be something pretty, uh, pretty out there to get to like not for me to not to consistently not get my sleep in um the only time that's happened was it was junior year during swim season and I still remember we had we had swim practices like Monday Tuesday Monday through Friday like mm -hmm. every day and the thing is because our high school didn't doesn't have a pool uh we'd have to like get like some other pool um and there's big competition for like pool time during the swim season. Mm -hmm. So we'd get, we'd get something like late at night usually. Uh, so that season, our practice time was nine to 10 PM. Yeah. Um, so by the time like 10 PM rolls up, then we got to like get dressed, uh, or like cha get changed. Um, get back on the bus, drive back, which is almost like, almost like an hour drive mm -hmm. uh, and get home. It'd be like 1130. And then you wouldn't sleep right away. Cause you just, you just worked out, just had a swim. So you probably go to sleep around like 1231, like every day from like Monday through Friday. Didn't you guys used to go to Applebee's too? Sometimes, but that, that would, that would be like, a, that'd be like a Friday night. Type oh, thing. word. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. And then school, school our school started early. Like first first period started at 7 40. Yeah, that's criminal, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's I, I still remember that was like the worst the single worst academic period of my entire life. I was legitimately half falling asleep in classes. Yeah, dude. I mean, seven forty in the morning. Who? Who? I'm not gonna get into it. I don't want to. I don't want to. What's it called? Hate on the high school. My brother is gonna have to go to next year. Mm. 
I mean, but, dude, it's it's all about like they 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 just they just want to have enough time in the afternoon for sports. That's that's all it is and activities. Or just make school shorter. I don't think they can. What to like a legal requirement for it? To Probably. Be, wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Government doesn't do anything about a lot of things, but they decide schools got to be ridiculously too long sounds just about on character for me well it's also it's think think of it this way you have to get uh, well not as much for the high school maybe but at least for like elementary schools you gotta think about the parents because the parents work um yeah so you know it's half of it's just being a daycare facts but they can do that better. I mean, let's we can save this for another podcast for sure. That mm-hmm. topic on schools, because I think we can go we can go miles with that one. But yeah, overall, I don't know. We covered a lot about it. we went from this one was wild. We went from Europe to back to Jersey pretty much with Stevens up. Jersey. Yep. Back in Jersey. Nothing like Jersey is the best state, dude. I, I keep telling people this. There's a lot of people look down on Jersey. Yeah, well, I, look, it's... I look down on them. <laughs> if you're listening to this and don't like Jersey, please turn it off. Reconsider. Forget about reconsider. We, we don't want you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, can, you can think whatever you want of Jersey. Just make sure you share it, though, because a share a day keeps the doctor away. And yeah. it's tough times, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I. the thing is, right, so... Anyone here I meet from Jersey, I'm automatically connected to. Mm. Because even though we're in the same country, there are some like cultural differences between the Midwest, especially like a college town and then having friends that are like outside that whole scene. Mm. Because I'd be very careful with how I say this. So when you're in the college environment, you got to be like careful on what you say. And honestly, rightly so, you don't want to offend anyone or like come off of like oh that's funny but that's a little too much mm. when you're from like the same area like you I, know yeah I, like I have a friend from Bergen County like it's like you know what you can say what you can't say mm. like I don't know yeah. speak speaking of um cultural differences across like states ask anyone not from New Jersey if they know what mischief night is mischief night is uh not a national thing no, no, no but like i i i had a i had a friend who went to delaware and apparently at, he was asking like his uh, his friends if they knew what mischief night is and none of them even knew what it was they've never heard of it wow i mean we have look we have like i think egg and cheese on bagel it's like definitely mm-hmm. a new york new jersey thing like i know other places might have it but it's definitely the yeah the pork roll uh pork roll roll, egg and cheese yeah no bacon egg and cheese right well yeah that too but like pork roll or like taylor ham specifically is like uh it's like a very new jersey thing also just like bagels in general are not Mm. good anywhere else oh yeah like that's to be fair the one good thing about not like not being in jersey it's like I don't want to eat bagels anymore because I never have it. And those are quite unhealthy. So, you know, they're good though. They're so good, mm, but it's dude. unhealthy. Also, 
the reason New Jersey and New York bagels are so good, they're just soft, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go anywhere else, they're so much denser and harder. Dense? Yeah, it's like they want, I, they must have a partnership with like a local dentist or something because they're trying to chip our teeth away. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, yeah, Jersey's, there's no state where it's like you have, well, it's probably a lot of states. The whole northeast side is like super busy. Mm. Driving hour south, it's like so suburby. You know what I mean? Like the Edison, like New Brunswick area is like there's so many nice malls. It's like mm. there's space, but there's also a lot. I don't know. It's hard to describe. Definitely, I feel like anyone that doesn't live in Jersey would be like, "What's the point? It's a Passover state." But <laughs> it's a it's... it's a nice Passover state. It's not like idaho where there's like uh one city right there there's there's i think there's a lot of different subcultures even within uh new jersey yeah because you have like the the northeast side which is like close to manhattan uh new york city so that's very much like uh like wolf of wall street pretty much <laughs> like a like a very corporate like job you should probably work in in the city um then you go down a little bit go to like more central New Jersey um you get like farms like nah, central that's, south. South. that's south dude yeah, central, yeah. central still like a lot of people go to the city mm. or the Brunswick area that's still corporate too to an extent but it's yeah they there's a lot more family time over there right, compared to like the New York City mm. hustle and bustle then then you have southern New Jersey which is just farms um yeah and then and you, then have you have the shore. You have the, the shore. Jersey Shore, which is yeah. yeah, it's a whole culture onto itself. There's nothing like walking back to like wherever you're staying at for the night on the Jersey Shore at three in the morning. <laughs> That's a an absolute <laughs> experience in itself. Dude. Uh yeah, one of my one of my college, one of my roommates that I lived in when we were still in college. Um is it I thought I said uh, that. I but, yeah, okay. Um, he his family has like a, a house and like a small like small hotel. I think it's like six or seven rooms, something like that. Um, right right on the shore. Uh, and went down to visit them a couple times. It's 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 a whole different, whole different experience. Whole do different you, like. Do you view. like that? I do. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't for like more than a day. You know what I mean? I don't know if it was specifically. See, I liked it. I don't know if it's specifically because it's it was like him and like I get I get along really well with him and like his whole family is like super nice. So it was that type of uh like that, that type of vibe where I was just like I was just like vibing with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know and it helped that i didn't have to like stay on on the beach like the whole day type of stuff yeah um or if it was actually like that much of a regional difference because like yeah it's it's definitely a different culture and i don't know i don't think i have experienced enough of it to be able to to say if i really super liked it super like it or not i'm not gonna judge a place if i've only like stayed the night three times mm. so i don't know yet um hopefully this summer me and a couple of my friends want to get a house 
uh, for the weekend. That'd be so nice. Mm. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what entails in the next few months. Um, I don't know. That's the best place to have a house. You could make so much money. Dude. Because there's always, regardless of what's happening, right? Even during Rona, people would have made their money for like Airbnb and stuff. Oh, yeah. Although maintenance would probably be a lot higher. Mm. But I mean, here's the thing um, depends, like any house on the shore, you're gonna get a lot of money just because, like, you don't have you don't have to go like full rent like a monthly rent type type of thing but you rent it out for like a weekend or like a week or something and yeah, yeah, yeah. it comes out to a lot more per night 100 percent, yeah then then you could also like if you want if you want to keep it for yourself for like a week or two you could that you could just like not rent it out for that part that period of time and go yeah exactly look i think a lot of people that's the beauty of like the world now. It's like, you don't need a traditional job. A lot of people are smart. Mm. They'll make money quick. And then these are the types of things they'll do because yeah. if you look, let's look at 4th of July, right? If you want, like put your house on the Jersey shore available for a family on like the 4th of July weekend mm-hmm. or that whole week, you can charge them like literally double what you normally would just because the demands that high people would pay yeah like if you're normally charging like how much would a house how much would you rent well it, it also depends how, how big so let's say like a two-bedroom house i think you could if it's a if it's in a high demand time period uh i think you could easily get like over like 200 dollars a day no, i was thinking more dude fourth of july no hotel is going to be available. Mm. Um, to be fair, most of the, most of the hotels aren't great anyway. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, regardless, you can make your money. That's a that's something I'd love to do one day. Mm. I've always been into real estate, but I know that's like a super. That's tricky. You get really tricky. So yeah, because yeah, if you make one mistake, it could you could go down big. I don't want my whole credit score to rely on the economy and people being able to afford a vacation. Right. So, you know, yeah. I think this was the most intellectual one we've done. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Not really any silly topics. We just went right down to mm. business. Well, yeah. It's a nice, nice contrast to the, to the last one. Oh, yeah. If you didn't listen to the last one, I think that was probably... Probably our best one, to be fair. Yeah, it was definitely the most energetic. So this 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 one would be so this not is for episode me, twenty. Computer and his friend. <laughs> it was pretty early in the day that one, so you know. Yeah, it was okay. We record at five p.m. That episode. And my saying is, it is morning till you want it to be night. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, um, yeah, this is episode twenty. So if you're listening to this definitely check out episode 19 it's it's much more upbeat like energetic uh like joking around type type feel and theater yeah and there's uh we have we have uh, a good friend of mine isabella on that one so you know it's a fun time 
but otherwise thank you guys for listening we really appreciate you guys um thank you so much i know i don't say it every time genuinely appreciate it because we know it's like it's a new thing and mm -hmm. some people may have their doubts but in an ear i will be living in sevilla spain <laughs> i will run away i mean look uh you guys at the end of the day you guys are giving us a part of your time to listen to this so uh we appreciate that i know you know time is short so the fact that you like you know, okay. no, no one, no one, no one ever has enough time. Like that's what I meant to say. It's only twenty four hours in a day. You know? Yeah. So the fact that you choose to listen to us means a lot to us. Um, you know. <laughs> so real. yeah, help us by sharing it. Maybe your friends would enjoy it, and we hope to see you next time. Yes, sir. And yes, ma'am. Peace out. Peace out.